Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss the steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dream. Today, we're going to be discussing business failure due to lack of thought. There's a lot that goes into business success, and one ingredient is business thought. We've got to be thinking. We've got to spend time thinking away from our phones or away from any distraction, but we've got to spend some time thinking. Time alone Thinking provides us with the opportunity to slow down. Good to do today, by the way. Slow down a little bit. Take a deep breath and clear our minds so we can think more about the future, about where we want to go, where we want to be, more about ideas, and also about the improvements that need to occur in times of individual creativity. And they say the most creative people spend the most time thinking. So this session, this podcast, is not about how we think. In other words, it's not about thinking positive. It's not about thinking negative. It's not about what you even think about. But it is about taking the time and training your mind to do just that, think. Now, there's a lot of reasons why people don't like to spend time thinking. Because if we spend time thinking, then we really have to face reality. There will be a, there, there will be a lot of things that come to mind when you stop what you're doing Stop whatever is uh, you're allowing to entertain your mind, whether it's uh, TV or whether it's that phone in your hand or no matter what it is. When you stop all that and you've got to clear your mind for a minute, that scares people. But again, the, the most successful people, the most creative people spend time thinking. Now, I don't have a time allowance for that. There are some that, that take a whole week off and, and get away to think many times a year. There are other people that get up at a certain time every day. They have a normal routine, and part of that routine is, is spending 30 minutes to an hour doing nothing but thinking. And a guy by the name of Ram Iyer said this, you could fail from lack of business thinking long before you do from lack of technology, lack of teamwork, lack of planning, and even lack of capital. That's how important thinking is, especially business thinking. Now, you can apply this thinking to your family life, to your personal life, whatever. But today, we're going to be talking about the business 
thinking, the business thought. And successful business people are good at business thinking, but they had to start somewhere. They had to start training themselves somewhere. Sometime they had to say, hey, I'm going to start, I'm going to invest my time in thinking more. And it paid off for sure. Because everyone I talk to who spends time thinking is successful. And those who don't are just, I guess, lacking the success. So when was the last time you carved out time to do nothing but think? When did you put that cell phone away? When when did you put that uh, TV? When did you turn the TV off? Uh, when you know when when did you turn the radio off in the car? Um, and just take time to think. The late Apple founder Steve Jobs was known to do much of this creative thinking while taking a walk. And he regularly held brainstorming meetings while walking, especially if the discussion was about a serious subject. When asked what he did at Apple, he said, I'm just the forward thinker. You know, he didn't have a degree. He, you know, quit college. So he didn't have an engineering degree. He didn't have a business degree but he was known as the forward thinker. And he also said, don't just beat the competition. Um, Think different to create a different kind of game, a new game. That's what he said. Think different to create a new game. And I guess in, in my little world, I just have to I just have to say I do similar. I do similar. I didn't I didn't know Steve did this. I've read his books. I um don't agree with everything and how he did things in his life, but I do respect the guy for uh such great success he had. And but I do the same thing. I wanna I wanna create a different game in my world of, in Dayton, Ohio, of having a heating and air conditioning company, I've created a different game and I want to continue to create a new game. You see, when you create new games in your business, then people can't keep up with you because they, they, they don't know how to play. So when every time you create a new game, it throws off your opponent. It throws off your competitor. And you can't just start a business and continue to play checkers when everybody knows how to play checkers. So you've got to get into chess where it's a little bit more, um, definitely more thinking, which we're going to talk about, which we're talking about today, rather. It's more about thinking. It's, it's more about where to move next and why. And that's business. If you just continue to do the same old thing, then don't be disappointed and don't be disappointed that your competitor is blowing you away or beating you, however you want to look at it. But, you know, Steve wanted to create a new game. 
And you may have heard me say this before, but I've read almost everything there is to know about Harvey Firestone. My my grandfather retired from Firestone Tire and Rubber Company in Akron, Ohio. My dad retired from Firestone Tire and Rubber Company, and I put in um, a short run with them somewhere around six years. Uh, thought that's what I wanted to do as well. Got into it. Decided that's not what I wanted to do. Spent some time in the Marine Corps. Came back to Firestone. Took heating and air conditioning. And the rest is um, history from there. But I've read everything there is to know about Harvey Firestone. Um, and Harvey was just a neat guy. I mean, um, 40,000 employees by the time he was 42 years old, uh, built Firestone Tire and Rubber Company up from a very, very small building uh, with very few employees. And um, But Harvey Firestone reserved time to think. Always did. Um, he was actually born and raised in Columbiana, Ohio. Um, probably three, about three or four hours from me uh, here in Dayton. And um, he, um, his dad was a farmer and raised him up in the farm. And um, Harvey found at a young age, knew a lot about horses and knew a lot about, um, uh, learned how to sell and trade uh, from his dad and just excelled with that which helped him in business, of course. But anyway, um, in 1920, the U.S. economy froze after uh, booming during the 1914 through 1918 First World War. Sales orders were canceled across um, several industries, including car tires. Now, Firestone was vacationing at the time in Europe, and suddenly receiving a cable saying the company's bankers wouldn't lend a penny more. Production stopped due to no sales. So Firestone rushed back to America, rushed back to Ohio to learn that his firm, Firestone Tire and Rubber Company, owed $43 million. And in today's money, that would be $483 million. Imagine that. I can't imagine that, but somebody can. Um, deliveries for rubber and raw materials were coming in with no money to pay for them. Stacks of tires lay like bricks inside the company factories. And after listening to his brass on a Friday morning, Firestone said this. He told his staff that he needed time alone to think this over. So he, from Akron to Columbiana, is about an hour drive. He drove to Columbiana, Ohio, at his dad's, his parents' farm, rather. He spent the whole weekend at the farm fishing and thinking at the farm pond, lake, whatever it was. And he then returned to his plant in Akron and basically with a plan 
shocked his entire board of directors and uh, leadership team. And here's what he said. We're going to cut prices by 25% right now. We're going to cut prices by 25% right now. Now, managers voiced their disagreement, but Firestone refused to budge. And now I want you to think about this. Of all, I read I read forums all the time, as much as I can, if they're interesting to me, and on Facebook. And uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of service uh, pages, um, Facebook pages on service and in my industry. But a lot of times I read, do not cut your prices, do not reduce your prices, do not negotiate with a customer. And I'll be honest with you, I think I I look, I read that and I say that's a bunch of bull crap. Because if you want to stay in business and you want to take market share, you do whatever it takes sometimes. Now I'm not saying be the lowest price or anything like that, but what I'm saying is. Mr. Firestone had a great idea, and let me tell you what happened. The fire sale worked. In September and October alone, the Firestone Tire and Rubber Company sold $18 million worth of merchandise. That cash slashed the company's outstanding borrowing from $43 million to $31 million, or $273 million today. By October 31st, 1924, the company had wiped out all debt. You think Mr. Firestone had a great idea? You better believe he did. And he came up with that idea by spending two days thinking about it. I'm sure he sat there with a pencil and pad at the time and wrote down some numbers. If we slash pricing by 25%, this is going to create sales. Yes, we will have less profit, but we will still have profit. And here's what the profit will do for us. People still needed tires. Just because we they were in a America was in a slump didn't mean people didn't need tires. They were just going to go longer without buying them. But when the sale hit, when Firestone's fire sale hit, people reacted and they said, we better take advantage of this and we better do it now. And it created huge amounts of sales uh, of tires and merchandise that Firestone carried and wiped out their entire debt. And I, I believe I read... Um, in his book, Mr. Firestone wrote a book um, that they never did get that much. Uh, they never did go into debt again that much where they couldn't pay it off quickly. Um, also, uh, and, and at McAfee Heating, uh, if, if we, I've said this before, we're 100% debt free. 
So if we want if we want to reduce a price to take market share, if we want to take a if we want to reduce a price to help someone, which we recently did, an elderly couple um, just didn't have the money, and they thought they thought the system was going to cost around six grand, and that's what they had budgeted for. So our price was much much higher, but we, without even telling them, we reduced it. And, and they, they bought a new system for what they expected to pay for it. Um, we helped them. It was a win-win and, and we move on. And uh, so, but we're able to do that because we're debt-free and we're able to do that because we can. And uh, I do put a lot of thought. I spend a lot of time thinking about that. I spend a lot of time um, thinking about taking market share and just what all what all it's about and uh, so far so good because we've never acquired a company. And again, I'm not against acquiring a company, but we have taken a large portion of market share. Warren Buffett uh, is known for spending 80% of his career and time reading and thinking. He takes uh, reading to the extreme and that habit has paid off for many decades. And personally, um, when I'm in my zone and in both this building that we're in today and my previous building that I had built back in 1997, um, I designed a room for specifically for thinking and dreaming and coming up with ideas. So in my old building, it was called the Dream Room. Very, I had very uh, loud carpet, very creative, loud paint. When I got in there, I was in my zone. I'm thinking. Uh, today, I have uh, the Idea Center, and uh, same thing. Got some loud uh, paint going on, orange and uh, really bright green, uh, Mopar green <laughs> per se, and. Uh, so it's just a place that we I can go into and think and dream and be creative uh, where there's no phones, uh, no phones allowed um, when we're in there specifically for thinking and dreaming. So just a good place to get away. Now what I take in there personally is I take my leadership Bible and a pad and a pen and as I read, read some, I get to thinking and then pretty soon the creativity kicks in and it really does. It's it's sometimes it's within 20 minutes and sometimes it's within an hour but it kicks in and then it's it's just amazing kind of how it works. And uh, too many business people fail to think and that's why 70% of businesses fail within the first 10 years. So I'm going to wrap it up here with three ways to help yourself think more. Number one is schedule it. Schedule a time. Put it on your calendar, whether it's every day, whether it's three days a week, or well, it's, whether it's one day a week, which is probably more than you're doing right now, uh, but schedule it. Now, are mornings better? Is earlier better? Um, it really makes no difference, but it is proven that early mornings do set the day for success. 
And number two, be repetitive. Uh, allow it to become a habit in your life. Allow it to be something that you look forward to, that you just can't wait to get in there. And John Maxwell, he talks about um, the leadership guru, John Maxwell, he talks about having a specific chair for just thinking. And that's his thinking chair. He never sits in the chair unless it's time to think. And when he does sit in the chair, he's in his own, no phones, just a pad, just a uh, pen, paper, and, and he's ready to rock in his, in his thought. And he's written several books and that's how a lot of times he gets his uh, content from thinking. And uh, number three, don't wait for creativity to find you. You have to find it and you do it by thinking. So number three is um, if you want something to be different, different than your competition, different than what the naysayers say about you, then you got to get in that zone and you've uh, you've got to get to thinking because the most creative people spend the most of their time thinking. Now, um, in John Maxwell's book, Think for a Change, he talks about if you want to be more creative, be number one, proactive, schedule it, like I said, and then chase after it. Get yourself a thinking room. Get yourself a thinking chair. It doesn't matter. Go outside somewhere specifically. Sit next to a pond. But think like Harvey uh, did. Don't wait um, for it to strike. Go after it. Creative thoughts rarely come and find us. We've got to find them. We've got to be. We've got to be put into a place in a situation where we can find creativity. Um, but we have to be intentional about it and we have to find it. So business failure, a lot of the business failure is due to lack of thought. And time alone thinking provides us with the opportunity to slow down, take a deep breath, clear our minds, and come up with some creative stuff for our business. So if you want to succeed and you want to be better, find time to think. Now, before we wrap it up, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Now, keep listening because this kind of stuff, thinking, will help you grow your business, sleep better at night, and just be ahead of the competition. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. And be sure to tune in next week when we discuss why should I be so concerned about branding my small business? Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on and have a great day.